Welcome to the Unseminary Podcast. Are you looking for practical ministry help to drive your ministry further, faster? Have a sinking feeling that your ministry training didn't prepare you for the real world? Hey, you're not alone. Join thousands of others in pursuit of stuff that we wish they had taught in seminary. Buckle up and let's get started with this week's Unseminary Podcast. Hey, happy Thursday, everybody. It's Rich from the Unseminary Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Uh, today, we're going to provide you some incredible help in social media. One of the things we love to do here at Unseminary is give you some helpful resources, tips, tools, tricks for areas of your ministry that you maybe feel unprepared for. And social media is one of those areas that I often hear from. You know, it's, it has a, a huge influence on the culture around us. And today, we're going to get to listen in to an expert on the field. And literally, at one point in this conversation, it's like, a fire hose of ideas. So tune in. It's going to be great. Corinne from Mars Hill is going to have uh, has some great information for us. Don't forget to stay tuned till the end of the episode because I've got some other resources I want to share with you. Thanks so much. Let's listen in to what Corinne has to say. This is the Unseminary Podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. All right. Well, welcome to uh, the Unseminary Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. We've got a real treat uh, today. Uh, we've got a, a real bona fide expert on the line. Somebody that just knows everything about their topic, and they're they're just going to dump all kinds of great uh, help for us. Uh, we've got Corin Bauer. She's from a church uh, on the west coast, the left side of the country, uh, Mars Hill. So, welcome to the show. Thank you. So glad to be here. No, I'm so glad you're here. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your church and tell us about your role um, at the church? Yeah, totally. So Marcel Church is in it uh, was birthed in Seattle, and uh, we now have 14 locations, almost 15. We're about to launch Marcel Phoenix, but um, we're right now 14 locations in uh, four states, but going to be five soon. So um, looking forward to that. But so we start in Seattle. Um, when we started, I think Seattle was the most unchurched um, place in America. Um, very, the nun zone, they call it, where people will say that they have no religion instead of, you know, checkbox something that's a religious affiliation. And um, now that's no longer the case, which we can't take credit for, but is amazing. And by the grace of God, it's amazing. Um, and uh, so we have, uh, so I work at Marcel Central in social media, and I do a little bit of PR, a little bit of marketing, just the, and as much as social media is PR to a certain extent. And uh, so I run Central, which is um, the main Marcel page and a couple other pages that we have. And uh, each of our churches have their own social media as well, which I don't run, but I kind of oversee. And so it's kind of a, a fun thing where I don't have to run all of the 15 churches, but I kind of get to help them, you know, craft a brand, craft a, you know, a voice, but they each have their own individual voices. And uh, so Mars Hill is a church, our, our slogan, if you want to call it that, is, it's all about Jesus. And so we really, that's our drum that we just hit all the time. And I feel like that really resonates in our, our content and our social media because that's really all we're trying to push. That's the only envelope we're trying to sell is like Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. So um, just trying to get his name out here and, and it's, it's been it's been a lot of fun. We're um, Marcel for the past I don't know how many years has been one of the more quote unquote innovative churches, and so um, people give us credit for that. But a lot of it is just um, trying to figure out how to make things work and just kind of jerry rigging our own things, and it just turns into innovation because we really don't have any other options. So. Right, 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 right. So yeah, we've been. Um, I started working at Marcel in December of 2011. So. Um, about a year and a half ago, and it's been quite a wild ride. And uh, before I got there, I think um, 
I think Pastor Mark Driscoll, our pastor, has had a Twitter account since, I want to say 2006. I don't know if that's correct, but they've been on, social media is a big part of, I mean, Seattle's a very techie city, so it's very natural for us to be on social media, and so um, we've kind of been early adapters of a lot of that stuff, and so just in the way that social media moves so quickly and we try to keep up, we we know about social media and the way that we are, we do a lot of it, so. Um, yeah, that's very no, that's very cool. You know, like there's that stat out there, which I think is true, that, uh, you know, 30% of women, uh, North American women, um, check Facebook uh, before they get out of bed in the morning. Um, and, you know, I, there definitely is a shift in culture where social media just has an incredible influence on our culture. And so I love what you're doing, particularly. Uh, you know, I think your church is really, is innovative and is it's just doing a lot of really great stuff um, to help, you know, use those channels, as you say, to kind of make Jesus famous, to put his name out there. Um, mm -hmm. And so I, I just, I've, I think it's amazing. So thanks for being, you know, here today. Now, how do yeah. you get a job in social media in a church? That's like... There's probably people listening today that's like, so like, are you just like really good at Twitter or something? Like everything is 140 characters in your life? Or how do you, how'd you end up there? Yeah, it's so funny. Trying to explain what I do to my grandma was really difficult to me. <laughs> so to tell my grandma, like trying to explain that, no, my job is on um, the internet. Don't worry about it. Um, so I, yeah, it's funny because when I, when I got this job, I had no, I mean, other than being a quote-unquote millennial, I had no real social media experience other than I have a Facebook and a Twitter and I know how to use them. Um, but what happened was I was, I was um, volunteering at um, our Marcel Central offices in the blog team, and uh, the gal who is a friend of mine who I was volunteering for um, kind of um, elbowed me, we'll say, into applying for a couple jobs that were available. and. I really had no, I had no expectation at all of even getting interviews, and much less getting a job. So mm. I applied, interviewed for a writing position, which I was grossly unqualified for. And <laughs> I knew that I knew that during the interview, as we were talking, I was like, "Yep, this is not happening." Um, but it was a fun interview, and I honestly thought I got it because uh, I felt like it was a pity interview because I volunteered there, and I felt like it was the least I could do. But <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I found out. Like a couple weeks later, I got an email saying, hey, when do you want to schedule your next interview? So that was the first I'd heard of getting through to the next round of whatever. And um, and then I found out it was for a, a social media position and not the writing position. And so um, when the first question that I was asked was, so why do you think social media is so important to the church? I really had to think on my toes because I hadn't really thought about it until that point. But um, the answer that came out was, I think it's so important for um, you know, the church is not just a Sunday activity, it's all of life, you know, we are the church, we are community, and I think social media is definitely a place that meets people where they are, because, like you said, people are checking Facebook constantly, and, um, and Twitter, and other social medias, so to meet people where they are during the day, and connecting with people throughout the week is just such a huge ministry to people, and um, it's not even just a you know, kind of the, the goals that I have for social media are to um, spread the gospel, which is, you know, a huge one, to um, disciple Christians, so meeting people where they are, you know, like we do a daily devotion and just kind of hitting people in the morning up, good morning, here's your daily devotion. Um, and then also, you know, like um, fostering community. So social media is a place where people can interact, which is, 
you know, the, the great thing about social media is you can actually talk to people who you never might be able to talk to. And then also, um, you know, witnessing the people and being on mission. And so people sharing a verse on social media, it's not an in-your-face, you know, declaration of the gospel, but sometimes it's that quiet voice that really hits people of, oh, I'm interested in that. And so it's um, social media, like, it's one of the most amazing ways to just meet people where they're at and just be a part of people's lives, and that's really what the church tries to do. Uh, that's very cool. You know, I love how you start with, you know, really kind of a, um, you know, a mission, you know, behind it, which is, hey, we want to help people between Sundays. You know, we want to, um, we don't want the good things that are happening at our church just to be limited to one day a week. And so, um, you know, that's that's super encouraging and obviously a great starting point. Um, you know, for churches, when they think about social media, it's, this isn't like primarily a marketing tool. It's not a like, hey, we want you to buy stuff tool. Um, it's right. a, how do we help people take steps closer to Jesus? How do we help them, you know, in their spiritual journey? Um, which is, you know, that's that's fantastic. Now, what would you yeah. say to, to a church out there that's like, okay, so you know, like a lot of churches I bump into, they're like, we got a Facebook page. Now, what do we do? <laughs> You know, right. and, uh, what would you say? Like, kind of, what are you, what are you learning? Um, you know, how would you say that the kind of initial steps? Yeah, I get a lot of questions from churches that are kind of like, "Hey, uh, you guys seem to know what social media is. So, what is it?" Um, yeah, I would definitely say to people who, um, so kind of what I was saying with um, having Jesus' name known, like um, the gospel is the best, most intriguing message that was ever told and so a lot of us just need to either need to say it and that's enough to capture people's attention or get out of the way and stop trying to be so you know either kooky or uh, clever that people don't understand what's being said and so um, for a lot of things a lot of our social media posts are going to be um, content that we already have so a blog post um, that's a great way to you know, social media is kind of small, so there are certain ways that you can, you know, get to people. Like a, sharing a Bible verse is going to be, you know, really encouraging. But if people want to dig in more, you know, sometimes having a, a link to more content. Like we have sermons that go out on our website, so we link to those sermons. We actually do YouTube clips from those sermons, which I think are more easily digestible. And so people can, um, you know, in, in my mind, the, the YouTube clips are a way that, um, if you wanted, you know, if there's something that you want to share with a friend that was just a good nugget, um, you could just post it on their Facebook wall or, or, you know, text it to them or something, and they can get a better, clear, clear vision of a gospel point and maybe not be distracted by our sermons are an hour long. Like, that's a really long time for some right, people. Right, 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 right. Trying to get to them without, um, without the details or without, you know, getting in the way. Um, so trying, you know, blog posts are a good way because you can be more clear. So we link to blog posts, link to um, sermons, link to clips. We have um, just life at Mars Hill things, so stories at Mars Hill, which are super encouraging and, and fun to hear. And um, we have, you know, we do a photo essay, which is great because, you know, people really engage well with images on social media because mm -hmm. they're the least, you know, the least effort you have to put into, you know, doing something. You can just look at it and, you know, that's why... I love Instagram so much as I can just scroll and <laughs> right. I don't have to think too much. Um, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I would say that content is helpful. It's, you know, a lot of people try to have a, a social media 
you know, platform, so Facebook, for example, and just try to get followers without giving them anything in return, really. You know, it's not, social media is not about, like, oh, I want to have more followers so I look more important. That's kind of, I mean, the the quote-unquote goal of social media is to self-glorify and sell your product. So um, if you're trying to glorify Jesus and sell the gospel, like, those are things that, you know, you can do to kind of get his name out there. And um, obviously followers aren't our biggest concern, but the more followers are actually more people and more lives that are hearing about Jesus. So in some way, like, the numbers do matter. Like, we do say that the numbers are important because the numbers are people. You know, that are hearing about Jesus and hearing the gospel. So, so yeah, to start with, you know, the basics, um, you know, finding out a content, you know, content strategy to be honest. Like, you know, if you have a blog and you have pastors on staff that want to write, like, you know, have that, have something to, you know, give to your audience, you know, to be valuable to them. You know, if you're just posting um, verses, those are good, but, you know, what are you doing to actually be a, a you know, a personality. You know, churches, even though it's a, even though it's it's a um, organization, it's still there's still personality. There's still a person mm-hmm. at the other end trying to communicate with people. Yeah, so that's very good. Yeah, my my goal is um, to just be really genuine with people because people can kind of smell when you're being fake or being too nice or pushy. People can people kind of have a good you know meter for that. Mm-hmm. And so if you're honest and genuine and you want to love people and you want to get to know people, then people can tell and I think they really um, they really reciprocate that. Well, that was like you just gave us a course on social media in church in like about two minutes. That was amazing. You know, a couple things to pull out there that I noticed. Um, you know, you talked about taking existing content and kind of, you know, breaking it up, um, kind of reusing it. So, you know, I love what you're doing there with taking messages and saying, you know, yeah, the chance of someone on, you know, with with Vine and like Instagram video, things that are like, how do we get them as short as possible? Uh, but, you know, so taking a message and chunking it up into a small piece, uh, you know, I think that's a great idea. Um, you know, the whole trend towards photos, I think that's another thing we want to highlight for, you know, for people that, you know, we're obviously a visual culture and social media really drives a lot of visual um, stuff rather than, you know, necessarily uh, text. Now, how do you keep up the the pressure to, because it's one thing, you know, to say, okay, every Sunday we got to come up with a service, but it's another thing, it's like seven days a week we got to come up with stuff. How do you just practically do that? How do you, what do you, what's the kind of planning or tool behind that that you make that happen? How do you, how do you make that, plan that all out? Yeah, I kind of have in my mind a schedule, so I run three different channels and each one of those has kind of a set, okay, we post, you know, this at this time, et cetera, et cetera, so so for Mars Hill, for example, um, you know, I know we do a devotion in the morning. Check. I just wait for the blog team to send me the link to that. Um, there's usually a blog post or two throughout the day. There's going to be a sermon clip, which is just a matter of, you know, getting from the video team and putting on YouTube. And then there are things in between where um, we share events. So that's another thing about getting, you know, Sunday to Sundays. You know, there are hopefully events going on during the week, and we have a ton of churches, so we don't share all the events, but we try to do ones that are um, going to apply to a larger audience. So if we have a, a fundraiser or we have um, like a church-wide picnic or baptisms or something, you know, that's something that we really want to let people know because, you know, if social media is just finding out about it later and not being able to participate, then, you know, it kind of 
you know, kind of the point of social media is that's happening right now. So if I say, right. hey, there's a meeting right now at the park, you can go, or hopefully, you know, later this week, not right now, but right. <laughs> um, <laughs> go right now. Um, you know, people can then, you know, attend and then can be a part of, you know, something that they saw online. And, um, and so kind of what you're saying is, um, like, it's frighteningly true that of your social, of your Facebook, Twitter not so much, but Facebook, only like 10% of your followers are going to see your post. So mm -hmm. um, we don't do a lot of reposting, um, but I try to do a lot of quotes from, uh, from sermons, especially YouTube clips. So on Twitter, um, I'll take, I'll post a YouTube clip and then I'll post um, just lines from the sermon um, with a hashtag that just leads back to that. So if they want to see the clip, they can, you know, hopefully click the hashtag to see the original clip or right, the sermon. Right. Because um, the good thing about social media is a lot of it can lead somewhere else. So you're always trying to create a rabbit trail of, you know, not just stopping at a certain point of, okay, they engaged with this and they're done. Hopefully you're trying to, you know, like, okay, well, here's a link to a blog, which links to another blog, which links to a sermon. Um, right, so trying to right, 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 right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just kind of have in my mind, like, okay, I know that this, today we're going to post six times, and honestly, I just get a little fidgety when I haven't posted something in a while, and it's, kind of, <laughs> oh, it's been two hours. I feel like I need to post something. So, um, How but, often do you post? What's a kind of typical week? Like, are you, you know, three or four times a day? Is that pretty typical on, on your channels, or what's that look like? Um, for Mars Hill, I would say we post probably five or six times a day on Facebook. We have, like I said, we have a couple blog posts. I'll, a lot of times I will go... Um, to our uh, churches and then share photos from them, so linking to the church pages. But, um, like, again, the photos are huge. You know, people love photos, so especially photos of people, you know, not just say, oh, here's a picture of, you know, the water, but people that are real people really, you know, meeting Jesus are, those are the best photos. But, right. Um, so, yeah, I'll share photos, share events. Um, we usually have a, a meeting to say, okay, what are our highlighted events for this week? Or or if we have, like, you know, products coming out. So Marcel Music does albums. Um, we have new books. Our pastor does a lot of, um, he writes books. And so, you know, saying, okay. And usually the, the books correspond to uh, a sermon series coming out. So those two right. usually go to, sometimes we have study guides that go with the sermon. <laughs> and, uh, and yes, yeah, so usually those are kind of the things that we post, the main things Perfect. that we try to. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, anything you're trying recently that's kind of a new thing that you it seems to be getting traction for you? Anything in that uh, that, that, that point of view? Let me think. We've um, we have started doing more um, graphics with quotes from the sermon, and that's been helpful. Uh, something we started maybe about maybe a little more than six months ago, and that's been a really good thing. We've started changing. Um, Originally, it was just going to be for Facebook and Pinterest, but we started making them Instagram size so we can share them on Instagram as well. Oh, okay. Another cool. thing we started doing was um, we started having, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Throwback Thursday. Um, oh, yes. Yep. Yes. So what we started doing, and it's been pretty fun and has been a great way to for me to um, kind of collaborate with other teams, is every, uh, it used to be Throwback Thursday, We I would just Instagram a photo of, Hey, remember when Pastor Mark was 27? Look at this photo. Doesn't it look? Uh, he looks look, goofy. <laughs> he looks so fun. 
look at that haircut. Um, <laughs> right. So that was what we started doing, and then we realized, like, or Throwback Thursday can be something helpful for people. So what we did, <laughs> right, which, I mean, it can be helpful to a certain extent, but um, so what we started doing is on Thursdays, I will either um, give away uh, a book, an old book, and, mm. you know, ask people to either... Um, what I have been doing is I'll Instagram it, share it to Twitter and Facebook, and then um, to enter, they like the Instagram photo, and then I contact them through Instagram. So okay. I either give away an old or an old album or something, or in the case of yesterday, since today is Friday, um, yesterday we had a new, um, we have an old album that became a new vinyl, which, you know. Wow, that's cool. Love vinyls. I mean, it's beautiful. But So we have a vinyl. <laughs> It's amazing, and so we gave away um, one of our vinyls for Throwback Thursday. Um, so that's one thing, and then also what we have been doing on Throwback Thursday is we'll have a, um, a discount for one of our older things to just kind of get it more circulated, so trying to point people back to our store, to old old books that aren't maybe as, you know, pe new people are coming all the time, and I think we forget so often that people haven't read the books that came out five years ago. People haven't right, heard the right, sermon. Right, 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 right. Um, and so trying to get some of that stuff going and uh, so it offering like a percent off to those items and so mm -hmm. we've tried to make Back Thursday um, a helpful fun environment where you can come and you can get something for free or a discount so. that's cool you know that there's a lot of churches have like even just old sermons right that are yeah. on their website that they recorded I often think that like hey they've got this even if they don't you know have books and stuff they may have old mp3s or old you know a message from five years ago um, that, you know, we, typically what happens is, you know, pastor spends a lot of time thinking about that message and they roll it out and they do it. And then because next week is coming, they just forget about last week and keep moving yeah. forward. Yeah. Uh, that's great. That's, uh, that's fun. Well, is there anything else uh, you want us to think about before we jump into the lightning round? Let me see. I wrote some notes, which clearly I have been looking at. Let me see. <laughs> yeah, I think the main thing I wrote down was I think sometimes I, I've kind of hit this trap sometimes of on social media I really want to be funny and a lot of times for a church funny kind of comes off either mean or uncaring um, maybe that's my sense of humor I don't know but <laughs> maybe it's just you that's mean <laughs> um, so you know definitely it's more important to care for people and to be clear than to be, you know, clever, funny, or, you know, try to, try to, you know, social media, you can, there are definitely people out there who are doing funny social media really, really well, right. um, but I don't know if churches are always the place for that, so, anyway, I fall into that's that, because I try to be, be funny, um, it doesn't always go well. Uh, you know, I had that just happen the other day on, uh, now this is on my personal <laughs> Facebook, uh -huh. but uh, we were playing, there was some song that was playing during, it was like the lead up, it was just like the, you know, like playing in the background, it wasn't like the band was playing, I forget what the song was, and it was some song from the 80s, and I was making fun of the fact that that song was playing, uh -huh. and, and so then I, I said something like, on Facebook, I was like, um, you know, finally some good music playing at Liquid Church and then, you know, <laughs> put a smile, right? And I was just trying to be, like, stupid, right? Well, then one of the guys in our band, he was like, you know, as a longtime member of our band, I take offense to this, that, you know, we work hard at this. And I was like, oh, I'm sorry. 
oh, because I, I, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to be funny, yeah. and I, you know, I realize if you don't, if you don't, you're not inside my head. It probably doesn't sound funny, you know. So. Yeah, I learned that lesson too many times. <laughs> nice. This is the Unseminary podcast. Stuff you wish they taught in seminary. Well, we've joined that part of the show called the Lightning Round. We're going to jump in. We're going to ask a couple questions, and uh, and so first one. Uh, what's an online resource that you're using that you find particular help, particularly helpful for you uh, these days? Uh, I really like Evernote because I can keep all my things. I'm so often jumping from laptop to, to my phone to laptop, and Evernote is one of those things that I can just, it kind of keeps all my information whether I'm on the go. I do a lot of social media on the go, so that's been helpful for me. I also We also use a lot of Google Docs, which I'm sure everyone does. And then... Um, I use, so for social media, I use Hootsuite, and some people like it, some people don't. I find it pretty helpful. It's pretty good on the go, so those are the things that I use most day-to-day. Nice, yeah, Hootsuite's fantastic. It's a great, uh, I'm, I really like that. That's a good tool. Um, so what's a book that you've read in the last, I don't know, six months, a year, that's been, you know, it's been helpful for you in your ministry? Uh, ministry, so social media, so that's my ministry. Um, I would say, so um, Neil Smith has a book on social media, and I cannot remember the name of that offhand. Is that um, the uh, Social Media Guide for Ministry, that one? Yep, yep, that one. So that, uh, that book actually is um, it's really super practical. So for anyone who's looking for practical tips, he does a great job of here's what social media is, and then he also does practical, like, here's a ministry story of how this was used in our church. Oh, uh, very cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, what are some other ministries you know that you're looking at to kind of learn from? It doesn't need to be in the social media realm, but just in, in general. In general, um, well, when I think of social media, um, I really like uh, what Life Church uh, that TV is doing with, um, I mean, the Youth Version app and using technology to help people is amazing. The fact that they're, I think their Bible app just had like a hundred million downloads or something, which is Crazy. incredible. That's in so many different languages. Um, Saddleback's doing a great job of, you know, being out there and and having images and stuff that people use and um, yeah, it's there are a lot of churches I've I've had the privilege recently, especially of getting to know a lot of churches and a lot of um, social media people at those churches and it's been um, a really good community. So advice if you're in social media, try to find people who are also in social media like you are in ministry because Having people to encourage you and maybe commiserate with you a little bit is so much more helpful than feeling like you're on an island. It's way, way better. Is there a place online where you guys have kind of gathered or like a, you know, a hashtags, that kind of thing that you've been kind of gathering around, been able to find people? Yeah, I, well, what I was doing was I was just, um, I found churches that I knew were doing social media, so I just kind of typed in like innovative churches and I just started emailing churches. Um, we, there's kind of a couple Facebook groups out there that, I mean, if you find someone to get added into it, it can be helpful to, you know, people that you know. But, yeah, there's just kind of some, usually just adding people on Facebook and cool. putting them into groups or something. Yeah, that's cool. Um, all right, so you've got, you can have 15 minutes with any leader currently alive uh, in the world. Who would you uh, want to spend some time with and why would you want to spend time with them? Uh, leader, a lot. You said alive, right? Live, yeah, preferably. <laughs> preferably, that would be less interesting. Um, I would have to say probably, and again, this goes back to social media. I would have to say probably Rick Warren because the man has over 
a million Twitter followers, but he still he still has a way of like loving people through social media. Mm. He'll be at a doctor's appointment in the waiting room and say, hey, I'm not doing anything right now. What can I be praying for you about? And he'll respond to people. He'll actually pray for people on Twitter. It's amazing. So, um, yeah, just talking about how you can use social media to actually love people and be a part of people's lives, I think, would be such a fun conversation. Also, he's he is, I don't know if you've ever met him, but I've never met him. So, um, he's going to be at one of our conferences this fall, and um, one of my coworkers and I are joking about, like, we just want a Rick Warren hug. Like, that's all we want. So, oh, yeah. I think really, that would be a good hug. He's a really friendly guy, so I think it's really, really fun. Nice. You know, that's uh, there's a whole sidebar there around, um, you know, like at our church, I, like I like all the stuff we're doing for social media, like as an organization, but I would trade mm-hmm. all of that for our pastors being more engaged on social media. Um, yep. You know, that I think, it, it, because it is a personal medium by definition, um, and it always feels a bit weird to kind of build, organi- I realize we're doing organizational stuff, but, um, you know, I just love that about Rick Warren. He's fantastic. You know, he really models that very well, uh, yeah. for sure. Um, all right, so what do you do for fun when you're not, you know, tweeting and posting? Uh, how do you, how do you uh, just kick back and relax? How do I kick back and relax? I hang out with a lot of people, which is really fun. I do a lot of coffee dates, um, watch movies with people. I am kind of a TV junkie, which, I don't know. It can be great or not great, depending on your team. <laughs> uh, I, like, I also like eating, like going out to eat and eating weird food with my husband. We try to eat. The uh, what's, we what's weird food? What, you, that you can't just leave uh, that there. <laughs> like, um, like sea urchin or gooey duck or um, my. This isn't really cuisine. My husband was at a uh, one of our uh, church men's camps, and they had a basically a fear factor thing. And um, he got to the final round, and the final round was balut. Are you familiar with balut at all? Oh yeah, that's those are the eggs from the Philippines, right? Is that what that is? Yeah, the mostly fertilized eggs. So. Um, he got to that round, ate three of them, won, but did he really win? No. He can't yeah. even think about it. <laughs> he won. Well, he, he ate three of them. He says it tastes like um, like a mix between a hard-boiled egg and chicken. So. Oh, gosh. But wow. He's his own. But, so, yeah, usually we try to find the weirdest things. He'll never eat that again, he says. But, you know, try to find um, oxtails amazing. You know, just stuff like that that's kind of, Maybe more unique, but different and off the, off the beaten path. Off the beaten path. Yep. <laughs> well, this has been great. Thank you so much for your time today. For you know, yeah. I know you're busy. You've got some status updates to write. Um, so thanks for taking a time out to you know spend time with us and to give us a bit of insight into what you're doing there. If people want to get in touch, what's the best way for them to get in touch either with the church or with you um, online? Yes, yeah, so, um, my email is Corin C O R R I N B as in Bauer at marcel.com, so I have, um, if there are people out there who um, want resources, I have a doc that is kind of just a, hey, here's the practical tips for churches. Um, I'm also on Twitter, at Corinne Bauer, one word, so um, it was a good week Perfect. to get on. Great. Well, thanks so much, Corinne. I, I appreciate you being on, and have a great, uh, great weekend. Thanks. You too. This is the Unseminary Podcast, stuff you wish they taught in seminary.
Man, see, what did I tell you? That was amazing. So thankful that she uh, was on the show. Two resources on your way out. First of all, go to the show notes at unseminary.com for this show, uh, and you'll see that we provided a bunch of resources actually from Mars Hill about social media, some stuff that Corinne pr provided. Uh, it's fantastic stuff. So helpful. So drop by there. You can see that. Uh, just download it right away for free. Uh, and also, uh, there's an article on unseminary.com called Reasons Why It's More Important for Pastors to Be on social media than churches. And so I really believe that's true. It's important as individuals. We're out there engaging on social media. And so you'll find more information on that on our website. Thank you so much for tuning in. This weekend at your church, you're going to have an opportunity to serve, love, and care for the people that God's put in your path. Go for it. Jump in there. Go headlong and serve the people that God's given you. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next Thursday. Thank you for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Don't be shy. We'd love to connect. Check out Unseminary Inbox. You can sign up at unseminary.com and we'll send you helpful training resources every week. Plus, you'll gain immediate access to our exclusive members area with tons of resources you can use. Connect with Rich on Twitter at Rich Birch or through email rich at unseminary.com Don't forget to check out the show notes for this episode at unseminary.com It includes links to what we talked about today and more. Leave a comment. We'd love to hear from you. Did you enjoy today's episode? Drop by iTunes and leave a review. Thanks again for tuning in to this week's Unseminary podcast. Join us next week when we'll learn more stuff we wish they taught in seminary.